Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 50 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business for 49 episodes, Sam Matura. Holy shit, we made it, and I used that word, we. <laughs> yeah, Sam and I have made it to 50 episodes, 50 straight weeks of the podcast. We haven't taken a week off. Uh, Sam has, though. I, I, had, I, had, I had to slip up. <laughs> no, we, we've done 50 weeks of bringing you this podcast, and uh, we just wanted to say a, a huge thank you from the bottom of our hearts for everybody that's listened over the last 50 weeks, and to those that are still new and coming into the show, whether it be this week or, hey, to your future selves, we thank you for just taking the time to listen to our show. We've gotten almost nothing but positive feedback, and we really appreciate it. I had somebody who uh, told me last night night that uh he's three episodes behind and looking forward to catching up because he was on vacation and couldn't listen to it and he said he already had uh episode 48 on ready to roll and he was listening to that to catch up so people are not only listening to the the current episodes but they're listening to our backlog just to catch up to to the show and we greatly greatly appreciate all the love and all of the support no, that, that's awesome we definitely like you said greatly appreciate it i mean without you guys it'd just be two schmucks talking into a microphone don't get me wrong it's still it's still two schmucks <laughs> talking into a microphone um but now now people listen to it <laughs> listen to two schmucks on a microphone. now people okay. look forward to two schmucks Makes on a microphone sense. so if we rebrand the show i think we have an idea of where we want to go is just two schmucks and a microphone <laughs> that's <laughs> our second backup name listen it is thursday july 6th it is 8 28 a.m most people are at work right now as we record this but work we, or sleeping we yeah work or sleeping if they took a vacation like we did we both took vacation this week so we had the week of fourth of july off we both enjoyed our fourth of july um uh, our Independence Day, but we're back to business now. Uh, we we unfortunately could not bring you an episode on Saturday of this week as it, it was as it would normally drop. I'm actually going to be spending the weekend in, in uh, Tom's River, New Jersey, um, with my family. So we're looking forward to Aww. that. Yeah, and we couldn't record it tonight because I actually have an appointment with our wedding DJ. So we're back to business at eight in the morning. As I as I walk in, he has a pile of envelopes. He's stamping like a madman. He's writing invitations. <laughs> I'll tell you though, my tongue has never been drier. <laughs> And it tastes like glue. I feel like I've eaten meals from all the glue Disgusting. I've had to lick to do Disgusting. the envelopes. I feel like that was my, my dessert last night. I had shepherd's pie and glue from envelopes, baby. <laughs> there you go. I'll tell you, if there's one thing I learned over over the 50 weeks we've done this show, um, even the 20-minute long episode that we did. With even even though Dom surgery, gave a shit for it. <laughs> yeah, with, with mouth surgery and audio issues galore and abound, is that... Uh, once a week, this is the thing I look forward to most. Oh, you know, definitely. I mean, it's at first, it's like a podcast. It's you don't understand what it's like to, you know, even if it's just one day a week. It's don't get it wrong. It's a lot of work, but as long as you know, you know, us or everyone else enjoys doing it, it's like, you know, it, it's awesome. We'll go a little inside baseball here and give you a little bit behind the scenes of what we do and how we do it. So the story was, and we've told an abbreviated version of this on the show before. Is the story goes that I've done podcasts and radio and TV since I was. 19, 18 or 19, and I did journalism before that since I was like 15 or 16, and it was a huge passion project for me, and I loved doing it, and uh, I was on wrestling wrestling radio shows, and I did my own sports shows for a long, long time. I did War Room for four years with with, uh, even more, I think, maybe five years with Anthony Pinno, great guy, shout-outs to Anthony, Um, looking forward to having him to the wedding uh, and and hanging out. He was texting me yesterday because he's watching SGDQ as well. Hey, he sent me a screenshot yesterday. That was cool. He's texting me about it, so it was a lot of fun, but um, 
we, we, we've done all of that and, and I'm sitting here like, okay, I've done so much sports. I've done so much wrestling, right? But I, and I did a, a movie radio show as a co-host for, I don't know, 10, 20 episodes with Elijah Elliott. Shout outs to Elijah uh, at LaSalle when we did a radio show for him. But I've never done a show about what I have outside of sports, what my big passion. Your other interests. My other interests, right? And and like I've said before, a lot of people that are into sports are not into the nerdy stuff. A lot of people that are into nerdy stuff hate sports. Yeah. I happen to come from a life. The happy medium. I'm I'm a uh. I'm extremely passionate and nerdy about both mediums. Um, I'm I'm very passionate about video games, as you know. Very passionate about movies, TV, music, and and sports. So it's like I have this breadth of things that I want to talk about. It's like, well, at least to figure out, at least on this podcast, we kind of basically talk about everything anyway. Maybe yeah. not so much sports, but, you know, every now and again, we'll, we'll mention something, but it's just like, this is where just kind of everything just kind of jumbles together and we're able to do it. And so we were, you know, Sam and I were just kind of talking and, and uh, I just brought it to his attention. I was food shopping. I was at Giant. Um, I'm not surprised. Which I, thank you, <laughs> which I do not, <clears throat> 236 pounds of pure passion, <laughs> uh, which I... I do not get service in there, but somehow Giant gave me service this day, and I was uh, walking down the uh, international foods aisle uh, in the Goya <laughs> section, looking for That's a great section, looking for uh, the thick Goya like mango juice to put in champagne for balloons. <clears throat> and I was like, I said to Ashley, I said, you know, Sam's got this huge wealth of knowledge. We've teased doing this kind of thing before, so I said, I'll just text him out of the blue, and we we briefly touched on it before but i said let's, let's we, make we, this happen that we had an interest in it yeah so i said let's make this happen do you want to do it and that was 50 weeks ago actually more than that it was yeah, probably it was a, 60 a weeks ago we, we probably waited 10 weeks and, and me having no school experience never been behind a mic have nothing almost nothing to offer we pulled it out of our ass and did it and and he shows up the first day july 31st of last year no practice nothing nothing there's no dry run nothing and like at least like another thing i always like to say to just so you guys know it's like you know a lot of people have edits like we don't have anything we go one shot straight through yeah unless you know unless there's an emergency bathroom break or something like that but that's it yeah we don't do uh if we make a mistake we keep it in the episode um i can only think of one time we ever edited and that was because uh, somebody was making like a ton of noise in the background. Yeah, that, yeah we had to pause. And for we a had to bit. pause for a little bit. So and I think that was episode one. <laughs> but, and, and, but that's like to me, that's like we, we learned our lesson there and kind of grew from you know what it was. Well, we, we originally wanted to do this Sunday mornings at at eight instead of Saturday mornings. Um, and you showed up the first Sunday for the first episode, and it took us an hour and a half to two hours. Well, at first we couldn't get the mic, the, the mic that I brought. Yeah. It couldn't sync. Your mic kept picking it no. up, so we're having the mic issues. That, that was the problem. We finally got it. I built an aggregate device on my computer to finally get both mics working on the same uh, audio channel, and it worked. But I could hear everything you said through this bad boy right in front of me. So it was. It just made more and, sense. And that's why it's, we still have one mic. We have, a ba- <laughs> we have a backup mic in case anything happens to the blue. But we have two pop screens on each side. We change it to bidirectional. Um, or uh, omnidirectional, and so it's it's easy for us. We we just have the one mic set up. It's one audio channel. It is extremely easy to edit. I mean, even though we probably could use Skype, but that's more work, and we'd rather have it in person. You know, listen, it's, it's as, just nice and easy. As much as I do the the technical audio stuff and like all the the website upkeep and podcast stuff, Sam drives here at seven in the morning. Every single week, but one. Every single, <laughs> every, stick that one in there. Every single week, he drives here at seven in the morning when he doesn't have to. On a Saturday morning, when most people are still in their slumber, dreaming about doing a podcast, we're actually doing it. And it's a complete dedication to Skype. <laughs> but I guess enough about that. Uh, we have 
uh, a very special episode just because, um, listen, it's number 50, and it is a milestone. A lot of people, you know, nowadays they want to take the cool route of saying, oh, it's just the 50th episode. I don't, but to us, it's more than that because we, we've done this every week. Yeah, it's, it's something that you, you're constantly always doing. Like every day, even if we're not recording, we're always looking for stories, looking for updates, you know, just – that's awesome. We really, you know, we love doing it, and we hope to bring another fifty plus more. And we're just happy to take this ride with you. Guys. And I said, and I said to you before, like this. I think now we we probably went for the first, I don't know, twenty thirty episodes. We didn't go a day without talking. Yeah, in some yeah. capacity, just added something to pocket, or here's a story, or Pokemon Go here. God knows there's been Pokemon shit. <laughs> so like we've talked every day now. Yeah. It's, since then, we've probably taken a couple days sure. off. But I could probably count on my two hands the amount of days we have not spoken. Well, I mean, it's not like you have a wedding coming up and, you know, get a raise and promotion to work and stuff like that. So more, a lot's on your plate. Right. But just think about how not, I don't want to sound sappy, but think about how close it brought us. Oh, I I, I agree. Um, But that's like a thing again, like besides the podcast, people kind of, it's not like, you know, you don't want to see the person. It's, you know, you kind of have a girlfriend or fiance, you get married, you have kids, you kind of just separate. It's not like you don't want to hang out with everyone. It's just. It's the way life is. There's just not enough time in the day sometimes. No, you're you're absolutely but we, correct. We find them them few hours in you know whatever day we can actually record, and we make it happen. <laughs> and that's the thing is every week, fifty weeks. Name another show that is not taken you know that's not taken a week off. Oh, it's it's yeah, come yeah, hell I, or high water. And I listen to a shit ton of podcasts. And there's a times where sorry guys, I missed this week. Get it next week. And it's, I mean, hey, and I don't blame them. It's like this shit's hard. It's tough. Life gets in the way and. You know, I'm just grateful that even though we only had that one 20 minute episode, that was our short, but we still had something. You know, I had gauze in my mouth. Literally, literally <laughs> bleeding. I was bleeding. Marlon Brando style. <laughs> I was bleeding from my mouth. So, what was it 46 or whatever episode? I forget it what it was, but I don't. I don't. We remember. made it. It was a long time ago. Now it was crazy that. that and I and I I'll tell you I remember episode one because of what happened yeah. and, the, and but I don't remember two three oh my god hell no I mean Chris there's sometimes where we talk about like three episodes ago and you say a game like what's that like we talked about it two podcasts I'm like you know how much information we we spew on here I mean it's it's crazy yeah and I, I listen to every episode that we do I Same know here. you listen to every episode we do just to kind of catch ourselves and make corrections and uh, this, you know that, hearing and chairs squeak the refrigerator running someone's coughing we are sick, we are allergies. back we are back in the original exact setup we. Yep. Had for episode one, so you're gonna get it authentic. We love it. There's a refrigerator running in the background right now. It, there's a thunderstorm rolling in. You're probably gonna hear that. Nice and soothing. It's this is listen. If there's nothing better than listening to a podcast with rain in the background to put you to sleep, that's two for two right there. <laughs> I think that's a that's a win win situation for all of us. But enough about that. Let's get into this episode. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, unfortunately, Jason Call from Daphne Loves Derby will not be joining us on this episode. Uh, our schedule is conflicted, and we just couldn't connect on a time. Um, so hopefully, or maybe. We see that down the line, um, but unfortunately, he was unable to join us. So we have a bunch of other content for you. But let's first and foremost talk about We Podcast and We Know Things.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything We Podcast and We Know Things, including our uh, links to all of the places you can subscribe to the podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean. Most importantly, uh, because it's a fancy, fun, free app. You can get all the shows right there for it. Uh, our YouTube uh, channel, We Podcast, We Know Things, admittedly have not posted anything in a month or two uh, on there, but still, I think... Uh, Give us time. The, Give time, us time. The time is right. It's coming back. It's coming back. Uh, the Twitter, at We Pod and We Know. Uh, the 
the Instagram, which is at We Podcast and We Know Things. You can search us on Facebook, We Podcast and We Know Things. Leave us a like there. And obviously, remember to hit that subscribe button on whatever channel you're at, whether it be the Twitch, the YouTube, the, the podcast links, the Facebook, Twitter. Just hit that subscribe, follow, like, share, whatever button uh, that you can. And finally, the Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35 for all of your speed running and video game uh, goodness. I will tell you, we that sub button update, we're up to four subscribers, so thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for the four folks that have subscribed to the channel. Uh, my emotes have been approved, so you now have special chat emotes that only the four of you can use in my chat, which is very cool. And shout-outs to Darren Monroe uh, for the logo, the new logos. Uh, he gave it, me it two new logos. Thank you. Sweet. I appreciate it. I've, I've always wanted to be a polar bear wearing a Mario hat, and now I am. <laughs> and it's true, believe it. So he like, even texted me, like, dude, look at this. He was, he was so excited. So he, definitely that's awesome. Let's get into our trivia. Uh, I would love to say it's like 10 to 10, but it's 0 to 0 after three weeks. I got a bad feeling about oh, this week. No, I, I don't know. Like, dude, I put this question, it was like 12, 1230 last night when I put this together. So. I, I'm not having a good, I'm, I'm not getting a good vibe well, about this week. I'm thinking it's going to be 0 0. If you watch these movies, this is a piece of cake. So we, exactly. You always tell me that. And I will say, and I will say, if you paid attention in grade school, it'll be a piece of cake well, for nope. my question. <laughs> uh, so it's still zero zero. We've had three weeks of, of absolutely nothing, uh, but we are playing uh, first to eleven, win by two. Sam is the current reigning trivia champion. He won eleven to nine uh, on the last one, or maybe twelve to ten. I forget what it was. But Sam, I'll start this week because in celebration of our fiftieth episode, oh, in celebration of our so, fifth, so the milestone, the fiftieth episode. What is the Roman numeral for 50? For 50? Oh, shit. <laughs> and no, this has nothing to do. Well, the Super Bowl 50 was, was last year, so it's kind of relevant. X is... <clears throat> I'm going to go with V. Is that your final answer, yeah. sir? You're 45 off. God damn it. Oh, wait. I, I, just said, I just said V is 5. Is it C? C? No, C is right, bigger than right, L. I don't care then. L. Okay, L. Forget. I don't L. care. God the choices were X. Dude, L. I just said it was like V's five, and I'm thinking, I was like, what the hell? God damn it. Uh, I, I'm excited to listen to that. I missed that. I yeah. didn't hear you say that, yeah. so I'm excited to go back and listen to the show. Uh, X, L, XL, and V were your choices, but it's L, Super Bowl 50. They didn't, that was the first uh, Super Bowl to not have a letter because they didn't oh. want to do L. I mean, who was my math teacher in grade school? I don't even remember. Miss Sullivan? Miss Sullivan, I'm sorry. Sixth grade, let's blame oh, it on her. I have dentures fell on my desk, so that's allowed. Okay, so if anyone wants... She was a kind soul, sir. She was. You she hold was. your damn tongue. So, she couldn't. So, I hope you're a fan of Tom Cruise. I hate Tom Cruise. Okay. Well, He's then, in the closet. I'm like, God. But maybe you'll know this, then. His, I don't hate... That's his, a strong word. Hate the, strong. the new Mission Impossible movie comes out yeah, next year. I don't year. care. Which Six. one will be that in the film series? Six. You're correct. See? Nice hey! And nice and easy. That's why I said... Nice and easy. Greg's on the board. One nothing. One nothing, dude. That's crazy. I feel like accomplished, dude. It's been forever since I lost to you. I clearly didn't and get that no, one right. I'm, I'm pretty like this is how it started in the first one. I think you were up like two nothing. I, had, I came back the whole I, way. I went back. I was up like seven to two. Yeah. So it's it, been a long. How time. does that make you feel? It's been a long time since I've been on a roll. <laughs> okay, one right in a row. But you, we're up one nothing, baby. You deserve it. One nothing. We're keeping this rolling. We're going to start with gaming today. We're going to go to from gaming to movies to TV and end on one music story. Um, I actually might want to throw the music story after gaming because it's a downer, and I don't want to end our fiftieth episode on a downer. Uh, but we'll start with with uh, gaming, and um, this is a note to future Greg. Uh, 
we're going to throw it over to Future Greg for an exclusive here, um, because in one hour and 18 minutes, there's a Splatoon 2 Nintendo Direct that, that Future Greg's going to watch and then give his reactions oh, to. That, that's the ending I'm giving. Okay. Yeah, so, so let's throw it over to Future Greg right now. Boom. Why, thank you, Past Greg and Past Sam. I'm Future Greg here with Future Sam. We're live, Future. Uh, this is crazy. We did not think Future Sam was going to be here, um, but I guess we wrapped up the episode uh, a little late than we a little later than we thought. So it was close to 10 a.m. Eastern, which is when the Splatoon 2 Direct was happening. So Sam, you decided to stick around and watch Fuck it. it. I, I'm, I'm interested. This game looks awesome. I stuck around. So I took a bunch of notes of what the Splatoon I 2 Direct. I seen you hammering away. <laughs> I, I wish I took a video of just hammering away at notes. Uh, I took a ton of notes of what the Splatoon. <laughs> Two uh, offered. It was about 25, 28 Easy. minutes long. It was pretty seven long. minutes. It was, half hour later, oh it was long. I was expecting seven to ten yeah. minutes. We got almost thirty. Um, a lot of it was going over what we already know. More of a hype package. The game comes out in just about two weeks. Um, two weeks from tomorrow or but Friday. There were some goodies, at least that I didn't know. There were some goodies in there, right? And so we're going to go through. We'll recap everything. Um, and then they did make some new announcements, so we'll get to that stuff towards the end, and we'll kind of go as they were announced. So they start off with customizable gear will be available in Splatoon 2, but it's not just cosmetic. It will actually add abilities in battle. It will be via the Galleria um, from a bunch of different characters, but the one that stuck out to me was Flo, uh, yeah. which was hilarious because at the end they dropped a little adult joke and said people call her the crazy old aunt, and Aunt Flo is like menstruation. <laughs> so, uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was funny. That was cool to see that you can not only look cool, but it actually affects you in battle. Uh, they announced a bunch of the main weapons and sub-weapons and special weapons, but the neat thing with what they did was they gave them all names, which were just fun. I can imagine being on that team of writers, and they're just like, what can we call this yeah. thing? Uh, the doubly Duelers or whatever they there, there were some goofy names. There were some weird ones, but it, it, it was it was funny. Uh, this will the game will, and this is nice to, to hear. This game's going to ship with almost twice the amount of maps that the first one did, and that's huge that's because awesome. it gives us more variety. And, and they even said that we're, they're still developing more maps. So like that was that was cool. Just to let you guys know, that there's even more coming for Salmon Run, which is the horde survival experience that uh, that you can do either solo or with a friend. They announced bossed salmonids. So Salmonids are the uh, the enemies of the Salmon Run, but they announced boss ones that will show up during the waves, and uh, they were pretty big and badass. There was, yeah, a, they there was awesome. like a metal dragon one that was shooting ink out the bottom as it was like crushing and, you. And the one guy reminded me of Beetlejuice, kind of comes like the guy that came out the sand and yeah. ate you, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, the worm in Beetlejuice? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Uh, and then they said if you beat Salmon Run or when you win in Salmon Run, you'll actually be able to get exclusive items um, just for winning that you can then use online. So you can potentially get items that I won't be able to get get if you beat salmon run so that's that's also neat to give people a a reason to play Ex- salmon exactly run, exactly be a leg up in in battle um so they they actually dropped a little bit of news that isn't splatoon related and they snuck it in there a little bit they went into a little bit more detail about this nintendo switch uh, online app um that you're going to need for voice chat and stuff and aptly titled the nintendo switch online app <laughs> so, great name great name really really i mean they didn't put as much thought and you were like you had twitch did. and everything but i hear it's cool that they had that their own little skype yeah exactly what so, i say twitch yeah uh i you know a lot of people will probably continue to use discord and they'll yeah, probably that's, continue that's to use skype use. uh for that kind of stuff but inside of this switch app apparently it's going to be for like all the games because inside of it splatoon's not getting its own app inside of this big switch app it'll be called splatnet 2 that is Splatoon's, uh, I guess, in in app 
Channel. Channel. Yeah. That's a good okay. one. I like that. Thank you. Um, and it will give you the last uh, results for your last 50 battles along with what gear and, and things that the other players used. It'll give you updates of how much you splat uh, and it'll like... Uh, It'll compare it to real life things like did you fill up the Grand Canyon with ink like stuff yeah. like that. So it so brings that, it into the real world. That's neat. That's, that's freaking neat. neat. Um, but it also let you analyze. So if it gives you your last fifty results and how well you did and how well everybody else did and what gear and weapons they used, it, you could get better. And exactly, it could be like okay, well the last ten I used the bazooka, I didn't do too good. This ten I used the, the double handgun. Uh, you know, I won a lot more. So it, that's actually really smart on Nintendo's part. And I and I appreciate that that's going to be an app that I could do anywhere, right? If I'm on the shit, uh, and, if it's, I'm on and the shitter, you don't have to pay for it. Right? It's a free app, right? It's Okay. Free free app. They didn't have a release date, but one would assume it drops With the day the of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe even six days early, and we'll get into what that means in just a second here. Um, what what I had said to you, and you said write that down, is they better have some damn switches available for this game to come out. It comes out in two weeks. Like, well, well, because you said better have because they did this to hype the game up, right. and we all know that's you know switches are tough to find out there, and you know maybe more would sell if people actually had a switch in their home. And and I and I say, man, there's what three four million switches out there right now, so that that's gonna have to be a Zelda like attach rate for this game to do extremely well. I mean, it's got million copy potential, but that's still an attach rate of thirty three percent, and it's. That's that's a lot to ask. So, but the first one, the first one sold good, correct? The first one sold well. I mean, relative to what the Wii U, the Wii U didn't do great. So, I mean, it did sell okay. It's it sold well enough to to get, to a, get a sequel, sequel okay. and also to get this big of a sequel. This is a hyped yeah. up sequel. This does look almost exactly like the first and, game. And, and the, what we kind of said about like before, like you were happy to see Nintendo do this rather than not another Mario, Yoshi, or Kirby. Like this is its Splatoon. Like they're investing some time and money into this. Uh, I would say yeah, not even like. Not even like rather than just in addition to like it's nice just to just see something more something, something new something more. more yeah it's nice to see them invest in arms and but this, this weird type of game but this, this game does look fun as shit uh, they will have uh, mini games inside of Inkopolis which is the central hub they're gonna have mini games and the one they showed off in the Nintendo Direct was almost like DDR where you oh, go yeah, to yeah, an arcade yeah. you press a button and then it puts your little character on the screen with the music and you have to press buttons to the beat of the music like Step Mania from the computer. Mm-hmm. Still need that game. Actually, I think I have it, but uh, I, I, I got to download it. Stepmania? Yeah. I, I played it a lot, too. Before you leave, remind me real quick. I want to show you something uh, about Stepmania real, real quick, uh, and then you can get out of here. So they went into um, more detail about what the single mode entails. I'm just really hyped on that. I'll probably have that beat in the first week uh, before I really jump into online multiplayer. Uh, but Splatfest, the big thing about Splatoon 1 where if you like dog or cats, you would pick a side and you would only play with the folks that picked the same side and then you would go dogs versus cats for a couple hours and then the winner would get a dog shirt or a cat shirt. Okay. Whatever the case was. Um, but now they're back, but you cannot play with your friends. So if you pick dogs and I pick dogs, we can actually play on the same team together in a Splatfest, which was unavailable. Yeah, that's that's cool. In, in Makes the it more first fun. game, yeah. Um, they also mentioned that new weapons are in development. They went into specifically the Splatbrella, which is more of a defensive weapon where you can hold it up as a shield and then fire it. Uh, but then there's a cooldown on it. So they, they did mention uh, new weapons. They also said more gear and stages are also coming via DLC in the first year. And they're going to be doing Splatfest for two years, which is really nice. But the big thing they dropped at the very end after some weird friggin' music video. Yeah, that, so that also, did we need this? That even they said, I don't know why it's here, yeah. but here it is. They said uh, that a Splatfest, it's ice cream versus candy, I think, or something like that, um, From seven on 7.15, so before the game comes out, a week before it comes out, from 6 o'clock p.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, there will be a free 
Splatfest demo. Say, didn't say three to seven. That's Pacific. Okay, so, okay, I got you. So six to seven, six to ten Eastern time for free. The game comes out the twenty first. This Splatfest will be on seven fifteen for four hours. Nice little tease. Absolutely free. If you have a Switch, go download it. That's actually, as a matter of fact, while we're talking, that's what I'm going to do here is just download the the Splatfest app so I can go on and play it. Um, that's oh. look how prepared he is. Weeks away, he's ready. What are you going to do? Sometimes you just got to be prepared, man. Well, it's not that far. It's nine days. But, so anyway, but the, you but you were not expecting that. No, at the end. Not. And just right before right before they're like it was okay, and then after that you're like oh, okay, maybe that was just the icing on top. Well, they needed to release. Oh, I think this is that's why it's not working because it's uh, Joy-Con dead. Yeah, I think my Joy-Con's dead. This one's not. But this one might be. That's okay. Um. Anyways, so let me put that back on the charger there. I'll download that in a little bit. Uh. It showed a lot of what we knew, but it was a great hype package. Yeah, they definitely. did it for ARMS right before it came out, and they saw the success that ARMS had, and we talked about it. It's already the seventh most downloaded game in Japan. Um, this is a good idea. It's low cost to them. Yeah. It's a bunch of in-game assets that they'd have thrown together in a big trailer. You already bought the game paid for. I already for. have the game paid for, so they got my money. This is a good hype up for people that may be on the fence yeah. or maybe haven't really heard a lot about it, which I think is a physical impossibility, but that's okay. I, mean, I don't own a Switch, but if I did, I would definitely be buying this game because it looks fun as shit. All right. Well, really so, so that was our reaction to the Splatoon 2 uh, Direct that just happened. This is going to be fresh. By the time you hear this episode, this thing's only going to be like an hour old. Um, so let's kick it back to uh, past Sam and uh, past Greg. Bam! Thank you, future Greg, for that report. Really appreciate it. And I give Greg the permission to record without me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was the Splatoon 2. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure there were some great stories. I can't wait to hear it, but I'm sure it was solid. I'm sure there. Did, did you hear about the new mode they announced? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. How, how funny would that be if we do predictions now for it? And uh, but it, the the, anal- the analysis already happened. But that was the Splatoon two direct from Future Greg. We appreciate. It. We're back to uh, past Greg and past Sam. Um, it's been a crazy week. Like you said, we're both off. I happen to maybe plan it. We have uh, the Adams Family Pugly's scavenger hunt about to be speed run right now for SGDQ. It's been going on all week and it will continue through Saturday because of some mistakes and some. Um, Scheduling. Some just some scheduling things. The last run was originally supposed to go off at I believe twelve thirty a.m. and it was a four hour and forty minute run I think for Earthbound. It got pushed back to four forty five in the morning, so Oof. people are not going to be getting out of there for a while. Yeah, and I'm sure that's, that's going to change because there's still two or three days left in the marathon. <clears throat> so, uh, Ultimois, God bless you and your sleep schedule. That's a long game to be playing. <laughs> <That's> brutal, <clears throat> but it has been such a fantastic week so far. Uh, We've seen games like Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Silver, which in reality was a little bit of both because there was a swap of cards in, in the in the middle of the game. We saw Mega Man X Buster only. We saw Mega Man X Races. Um, and a crash. There was Crash Bandicoot one. one. There was um, some of the. I'm trying to think of highlights that of some of the games that I've seen. Uh, there was this game this morning <clears throat> called Bleed Two that I was like super hyped on. Um, I never heard of it, never saw it before, and then all of a sudden like. I'm watching it just mesmerized. It reminded me a lot of the game I'm playing right now, Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Um, what are you already got thinking that you want to speed run it or a lot harder? I, I it's uh, it's not on Switch or anything. I don't. I think it's just on PC right now, and I don't. I don't have a PC, nor do I have PC game, so I don't think I'll be able to get it. But there was fantastic runs of 
of Battle Kid, Luigi's Mansion, and Guacamelee was really fun uh, to watch. <clears throat> I'm going through now. Darby and did a really good run of Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. Then there was the Crash Bandicoot run that you talked about. Super Monkey Ball Deluxe was crazy. There was over 300 stages in a row that Holy this dude crap. played. It was unbelievable. Both Mirrors Edge games back-to-back was great. Uh, Tony Hawk 2 was so much fun. It was and, done. And that's what Pino texted me okay. when he was watching. It was Tony it, Hawk 2. I it, couldn't think of the game. That it was, was it. done in 16 minutes and 26 seconds, all goals and golds. Uh, there was a couple mistakes in Philly and Venice Beach, but they're really hard and big levels. So shout outs to Gwisht for that run. Then Tony Hawk 4 came on. That was fun. I Am Bread was hilarious. That only had a 15-minute estimate. Did Chubbs watch it? No, no but I, I plan on sending him when they put it on YouTube. Okay, cool. I plan on sending him the His uh, nickname was Bread, if anyone didn't know. That's, yeah. that's kind of an inside joke. Uh, he had a shirt that just said the word Bread on it. So how are we not going <laughs> to do that? Um, but 20 minutes and 50 seconds for that. And then Shovel Knight was great. Um, Brothers was great. Banjo was fun. Just, in just over two hours, the dude 100%ed Banjo-Kazooie. Pokemon Puzzle League was fun because I had no idea what I was watching. It was just so fast. fast yeah. I can pick up the game and I can play it, but holy crap, when it's played at that level, dude. Like, I'm peeking at this game, playing this game now, and he's literally, I don't think, stopped at all. Yeah, like, it's like almost inhuman. This is a Super Nintendo game from 1992, the Adams Family Pugly Scavenger Hunt. Um, the, the craziness that you can just pick up a game and just any game you want and it can be speed ran like it's yeah, just it's crazy fun um, Marble Madness was done in 2 minutes and 56 seconds Bucky O'Hare Castlevania 3 Super Meat Boy Race that was so much fun Star Tropics from the Tantalus that was great uh, he had a boundary break shirt on so it was just a lot of fun that's when Pinna was texting me then they had the big Mega Man X block there's still so much good stuff coming up like the Mario Relay Race Ratchet and Clank later today um, Shadow of the Colossus later today Portal Chrono Trigger Mario Kart 64 Mario Kart Wii Tonight at ten eighteen and eleven oh three. Solid so, ass games. Right so there. I actually might be able to make those because yeah. I originally thought I was still going to be on this at this appointment with this DJ tonight. So there's you a should good, be able to make it. I should be yeah. able to. That's still a good lineup. Um, and Traffic late, pending and late enough for yeah. me to to be able to make that. So SGDQ um, as of the moment we're recording this eight forty seven a.m. Thursday July sixth they have raised six hundred twelve thousand two hundred and forty seven dollars for Doctors Without Borders and on That's top awesome. and on top of that a million more. Uh, Twitch bits that people were donating their bits. Oh, so. wow. They, they don't keep track of the bits? They or? do. It's where that Twitch Prime is right there. Okay. It, like, it's an ever-changing screen. They go between the bits. That, no, and, that is awesome. And the tweets See, like, to me, like it, this, it makes it so worth it to know that the money's going to a good cause. I mean, yes, it's just, you know, kids playing games, but... Well, Look what they're acting. Well, I'm just kids. saying. I know, I'm kids, guys, ladies, and whatever. ladies. I'm just saying, guys. People, it, people would be people. a good word for it. It's <laughs> the cause that you're it, that it's for is so amazing and awesome that it's. I'd love to see that you guys what do it two three times a year. Uh, this this particular marathon is done twice a year, but there are so many more marathons for so many other causes. Uh, St. Jude is a big one. There's a whole yeah. Saint, I know St. Jude's probably the biggest one that even I remember as a kid. There's so many that that they happen all the time, and people do weekly races just for charity. Did you send them a donation? I do. I, 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 I know you send them every year. I, I send every year. I send or every marathon. I send my donation. This is the first time it didn't get red, but okay. this is the first time I didn't donate what I usually donate. I can only give a couple well, bucks I, this time. I, you, you are getting married. So, so yeah, it's it's a different this is a different time yeah, of year even than even if I you was only in. did a damn dollar, it's better than nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and and listen, I know that out of this six hundred and twelve thousand two ninety seven, I had a couple bits <coughs> and I had some money going get into that. So uh you what did I your could part. give what I could give I could That's give. That's awesome. And I am uh as we transition to the next story, the game I'm currently speedrunning and it's and uh, I'm I'm currently obsessed with is Mighty Gunvolt Burst. You've probably heard that at nauseum yep. now. And and I highly recommend you follow 
at we pod and we know on Twitter. A, I'm kind of like live tweeting SGDQ for all the stuff I'm watching. I've probably watched 50, 60 runs. Um, easy. Easy. Like easy. Yeah. And then uh, for my kind of speed running ventures and stuff like that, and obviously normal stuff for the pod. Um, but that's a really good spot to get all this kind of information because uh, I'm, I, I got my PB down five minutes yesterday in, in Mighty Gunvolt Burst. I got it down to 32.49, which is less than a minute. Less than a minute under world record. So you're basically you're telling us it's only a matter of time before no, you only, hold the title. It's only a matter of time till he gets better. <laughs> but the world record holder is currently at SGDQ and unable to play it. Oh, wow. So, if so facto, I have a couple of days to get my time down here and Try maybe potentially sneak, for, sneak your run in. for one hot <laughs> second of my life until he comes back and just crushes it. You're on the hot seat. he will. <laughs> he, he, uh, maybe I can take the record from Gygus. But Gygus Blue is a fantastic... Uh, Twitch streamer. He's been great in, in helping uh, verify the runs. He gave me his current setup that he used in his world record run so I could uh, manipulate that and use that too. Um, that's just awesome that everyone's just like so supportive, helps out. Like that's that's freaking he, awesome. Yeah, he's followed us on Twitter. He's hit me up on Twitter a bunch of times. He followed us on Twitch. He was interacting in the chat as I'm playing the game, helping out the other people in chat that didn't know what they were looking at. So he was that, giving that's, them, that's awesome. Because I can't talk as much yeah, as I'd like you're to. You're trying to focus. Attention. I got you. So he was helping me out in chat, giving explanations. Well, I'm sure he knows watching. the deal of trying to explain and play at the same time. You know, it, that's it's awesome. It's so much fun. He's super supportive. He verifies my runs faster than, than I even can submit them. I submit them, and within like an hour or two, they're verified and on speed. Well, he's probably checking. I don't. I don't need this bastard trying to beat me. <laughs> uh, but that game is so damn good that I've said this before that I think it's a top three game on Switch, even with Mario Kart, even with Zelda, even with all that. And then I remember High back, and I re- well, I remember back to when the Switch first came out, and the first game I bought, the first game I bought was Blaster Master Zero, and it's the same company, NT Creates, that, that does Mighty Gunvolt Burst. So it's the same developer. And it's this smaller experience, maybe six to eight hours um, on, a, on, a, on a bad day. Uh, it takes that long to beat that game. But it's this fun – if you haven't played the original Blaster Master, you just have to. It's, it's, a, it's this Metroidvania-style game, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into it. They actually just announced some <laughs> DLC that will have Shovel Knight from the game Shovel Knight. Yeah, of course. Uh, come in the game as the main character. So oh, you can now cool. play as Shovel that's Knight. Awesome. The entire game. And it adds his physics. So you're not just – it's not just a, a skin. Is the full, yeah. full mechanics and everything. You're from the shovel bounces that you can do. Yeah, dude, it changes that, the entire that's, game. That's smart. So that will get me going back to that game. Of course. But I'm thinking to myself, when that game came out, I said that that was a top three game on Switch. It's, well, it sounds like that might be a number four now. It, it's so. Here's my thought. At least your excitement level. Here's my thought is, and and the the point of my my rambling, uh, I think that I am just more tailored and suited. For the smaller experiences, these fifty-hour Zeldas, I play for twenty minutes yeah, and, I get, and I'm over it. Yeah. But these games, I'm engaged constantly. Yeah. Think about the first and, game, and it's quick. You're not waiting hours on end to find out what happens here. You're right. It's you're not a fifty-hour yeah. thing. It's it's two get hours in, to, yeah. to eight hours. It's Mario's six minutes, five minutes, sixteen seconds. Now is the PB there, but a half hour f- at maximum for freaking warpless. So these games are smaller experiences that I can that I can do over and over again. And that's what I think I'm gravitating towards. I still haven't played Gears of War, like finished Gears of War 4. Um, I still haven't completely finished The Last of Us. Um, I, I mean, like Bioshock and RE4 and Uncharted and Batman. I play all those games, just, but it takes yeah. me so long. There's a lot to do, though, you know? So I think that I'm just 
more of a fan of the smaller experience that you can get done in five to 60 minutes and yeah. just kind of wrong be able with to that. go back and, and beat them as much as I can. But I'm happy to say that, uh, I will be improving my time to the point on Mighty Gunvolt Burst where I feel confident that I'm going to submit the run for AGDQ 2018. I'm going to try and become a runner on stream. And then this is where you'd be in, was it Vernon, Virginia? Herndon. Herndon, Virginia. Herndon, the beautiful, picturesque, postcard-worthy Herndon, All right, keep, keep practicing, bro. I hope to see. I, I hope to be on that couch with you. That would be a freaking dream if, huh? if that run gets. I hope, I hope you do it, dude. If they accept that run. Because it's good. Just it's expect good me run. to take a video of Greg crying when he gets his mind's out that he's uh, accepted. Oh, if, if it gets accepted. And I will continue to submit it to GDQs yeah, until dude, it gets you accepted. Should, I just keep, keep practicing, dude. I, you know, I always say you could do it. You, you're the one saying, oh, I don't know. This guy. You got it, dude. I just, I want to be on that couch. I want to be playing. You got it. I want to be the dude playing, not the dude commenting or, the, or on the couch just, just watching. Just put in the work. That's it. I'm sick of being a bridesmaid. <laughs> I want to be the bride. Uh, um, it brings us to our top three for the week. We wanted to do a really fun top three, like the most baller top three possible. It's so baller that even when I sent Sam my notes of my rundown, I took out my top three because uh, I wanted to keep them secret. Yeah. See, I didn't, when you were like, yo, how about this idea, top three? I think I hit it with my top three in like less than a minute. It's like boom, boom, boom. Easy. Done. Because, like because it's that list. much fun. We had that yeah. much fun. It's so easy. To, and for me, I sat there like, I think I have my three. But I, oh, I knew I? immediately. So I will I will say that Sam's top three is baller shit. Um, I... I would expect most people to pick these. His things. number, his number three and two, I would love to have on my list. I went completely no. different than him. See, I think you're thinking my, you're missing my order. Well, whatever, yeah. then. I whatever. Two of your I three, you. two of your three. I got you. I am 100 percent on board with love it. The other one, I'm not saying I don't love, but I wouldn't have it on my list. But I kept those two off of my list. That we can have six different opinions, six different things to talk about. I like with, your heads up. With the Super Nintendo Classic Edition coming out, we thought to ourselves. What other consoles would we love to have a classic edition of? And that led us to our top three this week. There is a caveat, as you know, uh, and I and I say this because I already know Sam's order, not his order, but his three, that we are very aware that these games come pre-downloaded on the console and you yes. cannot put discs in. Yes. So Sam, with one of them, you're going to be like, what, what the hell? Exactly. Exactly. But and, and just it's, know we, it's my number three. But That's why know, I got it out the way. Just know we're aware of it, but it's so it's just fun. Just yeah. It's just a fun top three. So we're going to do top three consoles that we would love to see a classic mini edition of. And, and that's why I went with my number three because it's the system I still have. It's my favorite system. I went with the PlayStation 3 just because... At least when it first came out, you were able to play 1, 2, and 3. I, I had a shit ton of PS1, PS2 games, and of course 3 coming out. Why wouldn't I want a nice mini version, nice and small, compact? If I could pick my maybe 20 to 30, 40, 50 games, I'd be fine with it. So easy number 3. Yeah, Sam took the easy way out. Exactly. He said PS3 that played that no, was backwards that's why, compatible. That's why it was number 3. But, yes. but how could I lie to myself? It's, it's my favorite system. It's the games I've played. I've been loyal to PlayStation. I've never owned an Xbox. So Sam basically just wants a PlayStation everything it's a mini, mini. That's it. with God, every with so every generation ask? of play it's like if the xbox one hits in a couple months and now it's going to have xbox and xbox 360 back and bat i'm just going to say you know i just want an xbox family of consoles exactly mini. exactly yeah. i want to have every kind of brand <laughs> uh my number three will be a sega genesis mini and you might ask yourself there's one coming out what the hell no that's from at games that is not from sega I'm you talking about a Sega. proper okay. Sega-produced, just like the NES Classic from Nintendo. I want a Sega-produced Sega Genesis Classic Edition. As long as I have NHL on there, I don't care. 
At w- but, I need it. Licensing. Though, I need it. The names are just very Figure it difficult out. to license. Figure it out. I, so I'll ask you this. Sega's. A, I'll ask you this. I'll company. ask you this. I'll ask you this. Would you rather have NHL ninety four? Because I think that's your favorite. Probably, I think it might be ninety four. I think ninety six is my. That's favorite. That's why I play with my cousins. Um, whatever NHL, you could, whatever you could do the wrap around. That, that was started my in ninety four. That was it. Before there was NHL PA ninety three Players Association. Uh, would you rather have that? Or like old school NBA Jam, probably that dude. I, I just okay. ha- I have fond memories of playing with my cousin when I was a kid, so I'd have to pick that one. Okay, I would love it for obviously the Sonic games as as you of can course, play on your phone. Course. I love for Kid Chameleon and Comic but Zone. There are games that would automatically okay. We have to have Sonic. Like right. NHL might be a game where like how do we put it? Do we not? And that's the thing is we talked about this already when we had our Genesis Mini news story that we broke. But again, that's at games. That's not Sega. Yeah. So it's different when you have a third party publisher with not the the original controllers, not, not this, not that. At least the NES and Super NES classics. Are are going to have the original controllers as best as possible, yeah. um, you know, down to the connection port. But <clears throat> as close and as faithful as possible to the original, the at game Sega one will not. It, it's kind of a. It looks like an off-brand third-party Sega Genesis Super console with six buttons on it. I'm not a fan. I want the old-school big-ass yeah. Genesis with three stupid but you, but big black take, buttons. But you'll take what you can get. I'll take what I can get, <laughs> and I hope that this this At Games one is good. The last time they did it, the sound sucked on it. It was garbage, so I'm hoping that it's fixed in this new one. But I want a proper yeah. Genesis Classic. That's solid. Number two, I, I know, these were the ones that you were like, God damn it. Yeah, man, they're both it, very these, solid. Well, this is a system I never owned, but... Dreamcast. I always played at our buddy Carmen's house. I mean, to me, it was one of my favorite Sonic games that ever came out. Bloody Roar. I mean, I know Carmen used to have a stack of games. It was the only time I got to play when I got to go, you know, go over his house. Talking about Sonic Adventure? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, or two: Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two Battle, whichever one. He probably had both because he he had stacks. But it was just something that a system that I never had. I I guess couldn't afford at the time or whatever. Power Stone. Remember Power Stone, the fighting game? It wasn't just. 2D. It was like a huge arena, and it was you could go all around mm-hmm. the arena in 3D. He's about playing so many damn games over his his house, but it was a game the system I never had. Just to actually own like a nice little mini with a couple games in it, I think that'd be awesome. Would you? Because I don't know anyone with a Dreamcast. Pino had a Dreamcast. Had. Yeah, yeah, no. But not, I don't know anyone who has a Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, you know. You know it's. Would they? How would, would they still do the uh, thing with the memory cards that they did for the Dreamcast? Well, remember I, the memory? You probably have to get it. You know. Do you remember the memory card? Yeah, of course. It had a D pad on it. It had an but, A and B button, and it had a screen yeah. that you could pick your plays. That but, was the thing. NFL Two K. It was different. It we was were different. picking our plays on our controller yeah. in two thousand. That's yeah. freaking. And it's, it's amazing. Like I remember loving playing Dreamcast, but just for some reason, I, I never got it. I honestly just don't think. Maybe I, my TVs, I just didn't have enough ports, so it was just too lazy. But. It was a tough system to find. It came out, I think, nine nine ninety nine. I think was the release date, um, September 9th of nineteen ninety nine. I think, and I think it launched at two, two or three, maybe three hundred dollars. But then PlayStation Two came and out. That was it. Like not long after that, and the Dreamcast was just done. Yeah. Um, a, it was such an incredible such a fun library. System. Incredible library of games. If you have any interest in the Dreamcast, and or you're listening to this and saying, "Holy crap, man!" The Dreamcast. I haven't thought about that in a while. There's a YouTuber called the Gaming Historian. And he does basically uh, retrospective videos on all these crazy either consoles or games, just the stories behind them. And, and he goes and dives cool. into the history. And he has a, a huge episode on the Dreamcast. It's extremely informative. I highly recommend you go to the uh, Gaming Historian's web uh, YouTube channel and check out at least his Dreamcast episode. If nothing else, find it somewhere because it's not on his page anymore. The story of the Seattle Mariners and Nintendo and how that came to be where they owned the team and then sold the team. and It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, my number two would be a Game Boy Mini. 
A Game Boy Mini, huh? So the Game Boy. I didn't, Boy th- was I didn't this, think of it like that. The Game Boy was this big ass brick, right? We've gotten. You all right there? I'm good. Sam, I almost fell again. Yeah. Um, we've gotten Mini Nintendo. We're getting a Mini Super Nintendo, which are consoles. You have to plug them to your TV. But imagine if you can get a Mini Game Boy that was handheld that you could take anywhere. It was automatically backlit. It had either the ugly green screen yeah. like it used to or black and white. See, I don't care. I didn't even think Game, or, um, game Boy. That, that's actually a pretty good idea. Now, we had kind of a small Game Boy in the Game Boy Pocket, if you yeah. remember the Game Boy Pocket. I never, I, never, I never owned one. That was but, my first. I never yeah. owned an original Game Boy. My first Game Boy was a Game Boy Pocket, and it was so bad because it wasn't backlit and it had a black and white screen. That uh, That's where I played my Pokemon. That I put the game in, and I remember being in the car in the passenger seat with my mom in her Oldsmobile on the way to Farmore. And the Franklin Mills Mall was connected. I don't even remember. Okay, it was connected to the to Franklin Mills Mall. It's basically, it was right next to the skate park, where the skate park was. There was a big old department store, convenience store that was in there. And it was called Farmore. It's where <laughs> no. I used to rent all my games. No, I remember no, being in the parking lot and the sun coming through the window so bad that there was a glare that I'm like... On the screen, only up. you would remember this shit. Yes, that's that's just oh how. I, but think about the library that 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 oh, system they, had. They right? some games. You throw all the Pokemon games on there. You're sold. You throw <laughs> all the old Mario games on there. Yeah, uh, there that nobody freaking knows about. You throw um, Kirby on there. You have a, a million games you can, at your disposal to play with. The, there's 514, I think, 511 or 514 Game Boy games. You give me 30, 40 of those that I can play anywhere in a mini console. I'm good with that. That's that solid, bro. I didn't even think of that. All right. Well, number one, no surprise here. <laughs> Absolutely. Xbox 360 Mini. Go ahead. You, you got it. But yeah, I, I own the system. I still think it's one of the best systems ever made, N64. It's got so many damn games. I mean, some games are hard to find, especially Conquer. Unless you Not for s- me. Well, unless, well I, I own it too, but if you want to spend 50 to 100 bucks on it, you know what I mean? I but got it for free. 64, it's a game that I... Honestly, it might be the system I probably play the most... And I have a PS4. Yeah, I've been playing Crash Bandicoot, but get a pass for now. But yeah, I'd solid number one for me. N64 is a fantastic. I know console. it probably would have been on your list if it would have been I didn't on my list. It. Would have been on my list. I went with another Nintendo console for my number one. I went with a Nintendo GameCube. Uh, that was already a mini console in it on itself. It was a lunchbox that had a damn handle on it. But shrink that down. The game discs were already this big. Yeah, they were but, tiny but shit. But the freaking games I hated were on the that. controller. I hated. That's my favorite controller of all time. I hated it. The L and R buttons clicked when you pushed them. I didn't like that it. was rev- had the Z button on the top. It, it was, was the a- only. Well, it was incredible. This is the best controller there is, and it still is used to this day. Wii U came out with an extension to plug in GameCube controllers to it, so you could play Smash. I mean, it's probably because I didn't. Pl- well, number one, I again I didn't own. A GameCube, but I didn't play it as much. You none. I don't. Did Carmen have it? I don't remember. Probably. I'm not sure, but it was Resi- a game, it's just I never played too much. I never Resident got Evil Four. With it. Resident Evil Four first came out on GameCube before it came out to every other console. Super Smash Bros. Melee, Super Mario Sunshine, Mario Kart Double Dash, Wario World, uh, Time Splitters Two. Unbelievable freaking games. Unbelievable. DK's Bongo Bash. No. Unbelievable games. Uh, fantastic. Beautiful Joe came to that. Machi used to play that game like crazy. I think he played it on PS2. Maybe not GameCube. But that that library is so huge but tiny at the same time. I'm surprised you, I'm, yeah, you don't have Game or Game Boy number one and that number two. GameCube. Think about your order. We did, well, we did our top three consoles. GameCube was my number one. Was it? Yeah. So, and it always kind of will be. It's still like the best. I think oh. Switch is probably up there now because it's just so crazy yeah. revolutionary. But 
damn it all, I love my GameCube. <laughs> and if I could get a Mini with, with 20, I'll take 20 out of the – I think it has 600 titles on it. Even though even though we have you know most of the systems, if a Mini came out for each of them, we'd probably get them for each. Uh, you know me. I'm a savage. <laughs> I'm a savage. Uh, so that is our top three. We just want to have fun with it this yeah. week on our 50th and, and have a good time and talk about the dreams that will never come true. Although a Game <laughs> Boy, know, never say never. A Game Boy or 64 Mini is, is, is likely. It is likely. A hey, Game Boy or 64 Did you expect any of these Minis to come out? Now it's another one. Yeah. You know, So it, you never know. It's, it's likely, I think. I, I, I don't know which one would come next. Probably Game Boy. But if they did an N64 GameCube, mini, I don't know. It's, it's possible. Well, N64 came out before GameCube, <laughs> so they would do it in order. That okay, it makes out. sense. Well, good. I like that stuff. So, I mean, if a 64 mini came out and you already have a 64, would I'd you still get the mini? The, what games were there? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Right? In it, 30 it, years, when you look back on it and your 64 doesn't work anymore and you could only have this one, do you think it really matters? What if it was like, yeah, there's no Griffey, there's no Mario there Kart. There wouldn't be Griffey. No, of course there'd be Mario Kart. There'd definitely be Mario Kart. There would be no Griffey. I know. I say, frit that license and shit. Just, God damn it, write him a check. Well, they don't own the Mariners anymore. So, even, even so, you're right. Licensing if for so all fact, teams. though. If so, fact, though. I'm the boss. <laughs> uh, Cuphead, the Microsoft uh, Xbox One exclusive that is dropping in September. It's been on its way for three freaking years. Cannot wait. Will be the reason I turn my Xbox One X. I'm sorry, I don't have one. My I was Xbox like, you One. It? No, my <laughs> Xbox One. Uh, back on, okay. I should say, gotcha. uh, is absolutely not coming to PlayStation 4, says Studio yes. MDHR, the uh, developer. Um, Microsoft does not own the IP, however. It is owned by them. They do own the IP, so they signed an exclusive deal for this game. However, they left the door open for sequels, and this game is going to deliver. I'm telling you now, it's going to be in Game of the Year conversation. Well, I mean, I guess that may, it's smart to, I guess, have that first game, like, for us only, then sequels assuming that it's popular that my, well my theory make more is, money that way my theory is as we watch the firemen uh by omni gamer get speed run uh deathless apparently that's going to be exciting um but my guess is because they signed this deal to get it to make this game probably when the 360 uh when the 360 was still around before the one came out they probably signed this deal because the game's been in development for so long and at that point xbox was kicking the shit out of playstation yeah. so it was a smart move to to sign up with xbox but as soon as the xbox one came out and ps4 came out ps4 has been dominating since day well, one well they're probably like, oh, they're probably God, kicking the themselves. sequels <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're kicking themselves in the ass right now for signing that deal because it's going to hurt yeah of course why, why could you only you know why are you going to handcuff yourself to only sell 28 million 30 million when you could sell 60 million you know, it just doesn't no, make it sense. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. So uh, that's that's it's going to be good for PlayStation eventually when they can <laughs> yeah, get that sequel. years down the line. What if maybe down the line, if the second one comes out, maybe they bundle in the first one at that point? Well, well at, at the same time, I was thinking they were probably maybe just being a little conservative rather than dumping all this money out on this thing. Let's just make let's see if it hits for this first. Then if it hits, it'll come out for everything. And I don't and and. You know, you don't know where their budget's at. I assume that they have a shit ton, shit ton of money, but they're a you know, game developer. But And I, well, I would say that uh, they probably did sign an exclusive deal just for this one title. So, I don't know, maybe if that's on a contract and that eventually runs up, I don't know. But it, they, they said it's not coming to PS4. So, it sucks for the 60 million people that own a PS4, but good for the four people that own <laughs> Xbox One and still play it. Uh, snipper, and I, and I, that's coming from a diehard Xbox fan. So, uh, Snipper Clips. So uh, Nintendo announced their most downloaded games for the Nintendo Switch in Japan. Um, IGN has reached out for North America and Europe, have not gotten comment yet. But in Japan, Snipperclips is actually the Switch's most downloaded game. That's awesome. This is not the most... 
purchased. Yeah, it's, it's just, just downloaded, downloaded yeah. digitally. So it does not count physical copies or Breath of the Wild and would obviously be number one. But Switch uh, is, is headed by Snipperclips, which is awesome, followed by Minecraft, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Kamiko, which I don't know if we have here in the States or not, and then finally Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, number five for digital, probably because it's such a big game. Yeah. Um, but ARMS came in seventh. That's not bad. That's, that's recent. And that's a recent game. So that's, that's, that's less than a month on stores, and it's already seventh, But that's really cool. But that's cool to hear about Snipperclips because that is a fun game. Yeah, we've played that, that on game. stream a couple times. Yeah, um, you fun. and I have, have played it off stream a couple times. I still am stuck at whatever puzzle you and I were stuck at last. Still have not gotten past it. Somebody <laughs> speedruns that single player by the way by themselves whole game speed runs i'm not ready for that headache I'm, yet <laughs> i'm not ready to watch that yet i don't think my brain can take it uh platinum games this is a, a story i added this morning because it just came out platinum games uh behind bayonetta wonderful 101 um they were behind scalebound before it got delayed um they did sunset overdrive they, they're a huge developer with a, a very illustrious past not so much a great present um or future maybe for that matter but uh they've teased on twitter uh, through multiple posts that Bayonetta 1 and 2 and the Wonderful 101 could happen on Nintendo Switch for from upgraded from Wii U ports. I know you're happy about this. Uh, I never played the Wonderful 101, but I've always wanted to. Um, well, at least you were aware of the game. Uh, yeah, and I've always wanted to, and I've read reviews. It came out right around the time I started at the job I, I work at now, so I've read a bunch of reviews on it. Um, just never got around to I, getting it. I was never going to invest sixty bucks in that game. Well, you got fifty games all to play, so I understand exactly. I wasn't going to. Yeah. And the the they came out with this Twitter post with the characters from Wonderful One Hundred and One with Joy Cons in their hands. So that's that, cool. That's, that's kind cool. of what that's the tease cool. is all about. So people are going nuts about that. Uh, Rick and Morty. Do you ever watch Rick and I, Morty? It was a show that. I've I've never watched, but I hear people love this show. Like it's really good. Like it's for adults too. Like yeah. really, it's really funny. Uh, that, I, I only put this one story day here one day because I know it's very popular, yeah. and yeah. I know you may have watched it, but it's very very popular. But I, I know who Rick and Morty. Are. I know. Yeah, they're uh, they have DLC coming in a free pack available now in Rocket League. You can get Rick and Morty content available for free in Rocket League well, right now. It is free. It's for me. And, and you own Rocket League. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We both do. I own it three times. So why the hell not? Why wouldn't I download Just it? D- dive in, right? Square Enix reveals Antique Carnival. Um, again, neither one of us is probably going to hit for us, but this is more for the audience. Basically, this is just a new game from Square Enix that will explore the differences between uh, between being a doll and being a person. It's going to be very existential, very weird, yeah. very creepy, maybe. Not on my alley. Not on my alley either. <laughs> um, but no additional information. They will be dropping some on uh, the 18th of July. So if you're interested in Square Enix games, in if Antique Carnival, which explores the difference between dolls Christ. and people... Interests you? Be aware on seven eighteen they will announce more. Uh, the Total War games, Sega, uh, they announced that a spinoff will be happening, Total War Saga, and it will still be a turn-based strategy game. Again, not for me. Yeah, I never. But more for the audience for that story. Um, this may appeal to you. Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Shippuden. Storm. I finally figured out how to say it. I'm gonna go with Shippuden still. <laughs> okay, Shippuden, uh, go. I'm going to go with Feige, Kevin okay. Feige. Okay, that, that works. Dude, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm Trilogy and Legacy will release on 825. Both games release on 825 on all consoles but Switch. You're a fan of Naruto, right? No, I, I'm actually... St- but not Boruto. That's yeah, I, I never watched that. Just Shippuden, I'm on like episode like 100 out of 6,000. But the games I never played. But if it's like it's it's like ninja like stuff. Like I'm sure it's pretty cool. Just never, I just never got around the playing. I think they're just fighting games... I'm pretty sure they're just fighting games. 
like the Budokais and stuff. I mean, pretty I sure. mean, they're all ninjas, so I mean, it sure it's pretty cool. Overwatch finally, finally teases the new character coming out, Doomfist. He's been like the villain, the ultimate villain for so long. He's been teased here, there, and everywhere from fan theories and all this. This is like heavy for Overwatch. I assume he's a badass because his, his name sounds pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Pino is probably cleaning his jeans right now. He's probably playing right now. <laughs> uh, but they teased it finally, officially, in a teaser trailer, Doomfist coming to Overwatch. There's no other detail, no release date. We don't know when he's coming, if he's coming, but they sure as hell teased the shit out of it. So that would be great to see if Doomfist finally comes to Overwatch. I really got to get back into that game. I, I got to play it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to play for the first I know, time. I'm slacking. And I got to play it for the first time in months? six months, five months. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, the game that only 15 people probably still care about, uh, will be adding the Batarians to multiplayer. And that, that was a game that didn't do nothing, did nothing for you, that guy. Nah. Uh, I'm, I was watching my buddy's cats at his apartment, and he has an Xbox One. Could have played it. And he said, feel free to borrow any game you want, anytime. So I was like, okay, cool. I never did. But um, I just... I have so many other games. Yeah, I got it. But I saw Mass Effect Andromeda sitting there. I was like, do I? Nah. <laughs> nope. Uh, did you ever play any Five Nights at Freddy's games? I did not. Do you know anything about them? Is it Freddy Krueger? <laughs> no. Five, all right. So it's. I'm surprised you haven't seen it in like any malls or anything no. like that. It's a very huge... It's like a very, very huge uh, game series that got popular through YouTube videos and Let's Plays of it. It's a horror game, but it's, it's that, that, not you, really... That, that's right, right there. You're, right there is why you're, I you're didn't not, watch it. It's not really a horror game. Though. I'm just saying, but right it's, there, there's your reasoning. But it's, 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 it's a horror game. It's built as hard. It's not scary at all. <laughs> okay. Zero zero percent of it is scary. Okay. It's just got jump scares, and you know okay. and, and you know they're coming. And they're from animatronics from Chuck E. Cheese. It's not like a scary thing. The um, Chuck E. Cheese guys, they can be quite scary. So Don't get it twisted. It's uh, yeah, it's this guy Scott Co- uh, Scott Cawthon Cawthorn Cawthon. I, f- I forget how to say his name, but uh, he's created this this phenomenon. Five Nights at Freddy's. You go into a hot topic, it's all Five Nights at Freddy's shit. You can't go anywhere without seeing it in a mall. Well, like, well next time I'm there, I'm gonna look out. Like, look for Freddy Six. No, no, can't say Freddy Six. Freddy Six has been canceled uh, for now. Uh, that's the story. But Five Nights at Freddy's is a horror game where you are a security guard in a Five Nights at Freddy's pizza chain restaurant, and you're there on the overnight shift. But the animatronic suits come to life and try to kill you, and you're in this one area you cannot move for at least the first few games, and uh, you have to manage your resources, whether it be lights or doors or electronics or battery, and. They, if you hear one coming down the hallway, you have to shut the door. Okay. And you know, but if you keep it open, the animatronic just pops up in front of you and, and goes to That's kind of neat. All right. And, and it's it's more of a fad. It's more of a whatever. He released five games in less than a year. Like Scott Cawthon. That's crazy. He popped these out. And um, he he's made millions upon millions. But they are on every console, everywhere, downloadable, and freaking and iOS, and Android, <laughs> all that stuff. And it can be fun to watch sometimes, yeah. And uh, but it's the same thing over and over for five games, and you kind of get bored of it. The fourth one did bring a different dimension to it. I kind of like that one, but not really for me anymore. It was fun to watch in its infancy, but as the it, as it kind of picked up, it was more of the same old, same old. But Five Nights at Freddy's 6 has been canceled for now. He wants to kind of focus on his family, this, that, and the other. Yeah, he, he made his money. He, <laughs> so, but he, he did not Yo, he hustled for year if you could deliver five games in a year take a break he did not uh shut the door on it forever though so it is good to know that five nights of phrase may come back but in my opinion also very good that it's at least taking a bit of a break because there was a lot of yeah five games in a year that's excessive yeah um actually story that just dropped right now um two quick ones 
Really quick, Mario Odyssey apparently will not have game over screens, which is cool. But the Call of Duty World War II zombie mode is going to be revealed at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, that's awesome. That's fast so, shit. So look nice. out for San Diego Comic-Con to, for, for, more, for more information on what Call of Duty 2's uh, zombie mode will be. But coming out this week in the land of video games, um, we had already touched on what's coming out on the 7th on last week's episode. Uh, so we have Splatoon 2. Let's see. This is the sixth, so that's a little too far away still. So there's really nothing coming out um, until Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2 is going to be the be- the next big release along with Fortnite. So we'll get into those when we need to get into those. My Splatoon 2 has already paid off. Damn. So Are you playing games? I got a $100 gift card from my, from my work, so I was able to just uh, pay it off. We're going to go over to the movie theater now. Uh, as Spider-Man comes out tonight at midnight, probably tonight at like 7. Tomorrow morning, hopefully me and Papa Dukes will be seeing it. Yeah, and I might see it myself too, you never know. Um, and you know, stay end credits, everybody. What's up? And everyone knows to stay yeah. end credits. Yep. Uh, so that's coming out and getting really good reviews. But another movie that came out is also getting glowing reviews. Planet of the Apes. War for the Planet of the Apes is getting 9, 9.5, 10s. Like, but everywhere we, but you we, look. But we didn't expect anything less than this. It already looked awesome. The first two movies were great. This is another day one C for me. Here's the verdict on it from IGN. War of the Planet of the Apes is an excellent closing act to this rebooted trilogy, but also one that does enough world building that the series can potentially continue from here. And it's a rare case where after three movies, we're left wanting more. Andy Serkis is once again outstanding as Caesar as he wrestles with the uh, morality of interspecies warfare, and his supporting cast almost all provide memorable and striking performances as well. They're assisted by seamless... Uh, efforts which seldom have luxury of not having to try to carry a whole blockbuster on their own. Director Matt Reeves, Batman, and co-writer Mark Bomback display fantastic ability for both spectacle and uh, restraint in delivering one of the best summer blockbusters in years 9.5 out of 10. That's awesome. I mean, it's good to know that the director of Batman is getting a great review for his last film before coming on to it. And even though we already, I think it was last week, we already said that they're kind of planning out a fourth film. So, but I guess it's cool, a nice end for this trilogy, and then to see, you know, where, where they go from here next. I love the Apes movies. I'm oh, very excited to day, see. Day one, see Blu-ray buy everything. Kevin Feige says that the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man does still have the Spidey sense, even though in either of his appearances, minor spoiler yet. alert, that we have not seen it yet, though. I mean, you you have to have the Spidey sense. Everyone, it's like a fan favorite. Everyone loves it. Just. They're probably just waiting for the right moment to actually bring my, it on My guess is because he has this crazy Tony Stark tech suit yeah. right now, he doesn't like need it. The suit does it for him. But if the rumors are true and Tony Stark's going to be as, leaving. Maybe as he grows as more. He, mm-hmm, yeah. he kind of grows but, into it yeah. as Iron Man leaves. So that's my theory yeah, as, no, to, that, that, that's, as to where that's the solid. Spidey sense is going to come in. Uh, but we have not seen it in either one of Tom Holland's appearances yet. And that was a big thing. Just, I just can't believe it's freaking tomorrow it comes out. It's awesome. I mean, technically it's tonight. I mean, it's t- it's 12 hours. Yeah, tonight. but I'm I'm not going to see it at night. I'm not, I want to go in early morning. It's Six nice and hours. cheap. And it's empty in the theater. Is it really? Yeah, in the morning. Dude, who's going to go see it at 10 a.m.? No one's not, not people are crazy like me. And have off. <laughs> That's probably the bigger thing. Uh, Top Gun Maverick has gotten a release date and a director. It will be directed by Tron Legacy's Joseph Kaczynski and will come out July 12th of 2019, so almost two years from now. No, that, that, and that's fine. I, I was surprised it was actually 2019. I was thinking maybe 20 or something just because. He's like 50 now. So well, he's that, hit, but he's, you know, hit him up he's now still doing he's the Mission it. Impossibles. You know what I mean? So I. I assume he's probably going to do another one. Is that where you got my trivia question from? Exactly. Because you mentioned Tom Cruise. And also, 
if, if they continue to do that dark universe stuff with the mummy and stuff like that. So I didn't know where his schedule was going to be. The mummy has failed in oh, every no, sense no. of the word. It, it, but it still made money. Barely. After people not, got not, the wind of the reviews, it had a good no, opening weekend. And no, it not, not even that. It still made money. I'm telling you, overseas well, saved yeah, them. Overseas if one person them. saw the movie, the movie technically kind of made money. So... I mean, it didn't. It's not if so fact, though, but it's close. <laughs> it didn't, but it kind of did. You, somebody put money towards it. Yeah. Uh, an R2-D2 unit made by parts from the original trilogy and the first two prequels sells to an unknown buyer for 2.76 million smackaroos. This guy just has to have a few money. Like, there's, you don't just drop that kind of loot. You've got to own a sports team. Easily. Like, you, he has a few money. Like, you, like, that is like, I'll spill your art. Here's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's... That's, that's gonna money. be a perfect storm, dude. You gotta be a nerd and rich. You gotta. That's gotta be some dude who developed an app or <laughs> we're something. Not, we're like not that. there. Yet. Yeah, we're still developing yeah, our. The, the we're, freaking, we're, we gotta send our shit in the PlayStation. Yeah, the founder of Google probably bought this shit. Uh, I mean, hey, it's cool. You like Star Wars? You have a shit ton of money. That's awesome. The thing I don't understand about spending major money on collectibles like that, and don't get me wrong, I buy T-shirts yeah, and games course. and Blu-rays and stuff. That's a twenty to sixty dollar purchase. Um, two, twenty dollars. Two point seven six million. <sighs> Is when you buy it, like trading cards even, that can go for hundreds of dollars and stuff like that. When you buy them, you have two options. They sit there and collect dust and you look at them mm-hmm. or you flip them. Flip, yeah, but normally that's what you do. Keep you keep them for a little bit, dust them off, wait, but, maybe you but see the rise. Do look at them. You're spending two point seven six million dollars for a decoration. <clears throat> I mean, well, that's like like me. Like I, I might I buy some comics right. or something. I'll keep them there. But again, if I drop here's fifty, a hundred. Two point seven six million. Like there's <laughs> a big, Sam's there, plan. There's a big gap there. So that's Sam's. In, that's his plan when he does his his comic and statue <laughs> sales. He hopes to fall into a two point seven six million dollars sale one of these days. Were okay. you the one that sold it? You Sam Beckett, son you of a bitch. You never know. Were you the one? You never know. Uh, Hellboy the reboot is apparently deep in talks to be distributed by Lionsgate. I, I like Lionsgate. They did Saul. That was they, f- they did all the Saul. That was the yeah. first uh, time I ever heard of Lionsgate was Saul. As a matter yeah, but they did they they did other movies. I know that, so that, that that's fine. Sixteen year old Greg said Lionsgate, and then the Saul got wrapped up in barbed wire. The Lionsgate. So you say Lionsgate? Like, uh, you know where my head thought? Lion's head. The beer. <laughs> With the trivia on the caps. Exactly. Um, the, there's a new photo from the film It, and apparently. Uh, after you, looking at it, did you see it? Yeah, it's very dark, very bloody around Bill the mouth. Bill Skarsgård looks very intimidating. I have a weird feeling about this movie. I'm, I'm not, and God knows, I'm not a big clown guy. If I see this, I may, I may see this, and this may be one of the things where I feel like I have to see it in theaters to get the full experience. Exactly, and you know, maybe I'll be a little nervous. I might be puckered up a little bit, but I want to. I, would, I think I'm going to muster through. Have you ever seen a horror movie in theaters? In theaters? Yeah. Um, what did I see? Blair Witch. And I was crying. In 99? Yeah. Original Blair I'm, pretty, Witch? I'm pretty sure I saw that with the right, McCormick. Let me rephrase my question. Have you ever seen any horror movies in theaters? <sighs> well, I don't count the Saws. I don't count none of those. No, they're more gory. I'd say I, Freddy vs. Jason, but that, I wouldn't even consider that a horror. That's a Funny ass. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't consider that a horror, but I mean, maybe it could be classified. Right. Maybe one it. of the Texas Chainsaws as a kid okay. that freaked me out. All right. I saw Annabelle as The Conjuring 2, Sinister 2, Lights Out. Uh, it's just a bad thing about having Krampus. Mm-hmm. All these freaking. I have a fiance. Krampus look funny, though. That Krampus looks is, funny. It, it's pretty good. See, I think I could do that one. Um, you could. Uh, having a best friend, a future wife, and a best friend's wife that all are horror junkies. Yeah. Um, you had no shot. Ryan, Rachel, Ashley, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then Tom. Exactly. Just hard nuts. 
So like when we hang out, it's just horror, just, and I'm just like, I'm gonna look, go on Twitch now. Look at the bottom of your screen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. That's, my, I that's know. my thing. If I'm in the movie theater, <laughs> but I'm I'm interested in this movie. Like seeing it in theaters to get that experience, the atmosphere. But I have a I have a feeling that all the scary stuff we're seeing in the trailer. See, I only saw that one, and I probably won't see any more just because I I want to be even like all like the Spider Man stuff. I know they've been releasing a lot of more TV spots. I've been avoiding everything. I saw enough. You know what I mean? I'm, you're, you had me interested enough to go want to spend my money in the theaters. You did, the, you did your job. That's that hard thing about being on a podcast and having a podcast yeah. that, that we report the that, news on. I, I try to dance that fine line to kind of just get somewhere in the middle to give you guys a little bit of taste and also try not to ruin it for me. The Green Lantern Corpse movie is in talks with Rupert Wyatt to direct, who obviously uh, he directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the second one in the trilogy. Was it the second one? I thought he did the first one. Rise of the Planet of the Apes was I, the second one. I, I thought Reeves did this. Sec- I think Reeves did two and three of Planet of the Apes. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. But we can check that later if not. Well, I have them. You talk. I'll figure it out. <clears throat> but um, the, number one, DC, all DC films, we need a goddamn director. I don't know why they're getting a director for Green Lantern Corps with a release yeah, date. was number one. Dawn was number yeah. two. So Ugh. for have a release date of uh, Corpse, I think it was 2020. Let's get a goddamn Flash director first. We're having a 2019 release. Let's get Flash, then worry about the Green Lantern Corps. But well, Green I'll Lantern is not in the Justice League, right? Green Lantern well, t- is he in the it, film? I'm saying not not the Justice. I know he's I, somewhere in the. I Justice know. League, I think we a couple episodes ago there was a possible rumor that a, a Green Lantern could show up in a Justice League film. But or he's not like a main. A, it's Wonder Woman, Superman, well, t- Batman, Cyborg, and the Flash. Well, so right? it depends. And Aquaman. A Green Lantern. If you watch, especially if you watch like Justice League animated series, John Stewart, the Green Lantern, he was in the Justice League. So to me, a Green Lantern should always be in the Justice League. Like Hal Jordan, you know, John Stewart. He might not. I don't think he was the original seven, but he comes in. He does come in. But for this film that is coming out, they gave us those character teasers, like the Superman. No, see, ones. I, I think that that's that, that sh- no, that sh- no, that's your initial seven for Justice League. But I think near maybe near the end of the film. We might see a little sneak 30-second or 10-second right. Green Lantern Corps. Okay, member. fine. But he's not at least the main character, the Green Lantern or the, for, the at least for this, character. At least for this first film, though. So that's confusing to me as to why they would come out with this before a Cyborg movie, before the Flash well, remember, gets his director the Cyborg and has, stuff. I think it was the Cyborg and the Corpse originally stated for a 2020 release. Right. I still think they're going to tweak that Cyborg and kind of turn that into a Teen Titans thing. Because mm-hmm. to me, that's where the Cyborg is now. Mm-hmm. He started Justice League. Get him over to help Teen Titans with Nightwing out, especially with the Nightwing movie coming out. I think everything is going to tie it together. Um, DC has to – Jeff Johns has to be setting up this story. Mm-hmm. He has to be mapping out where he wants to do this. I think this is why it's just taken a little bit longer than what we hoped. Hmm. But I'm interested. Uh, as long as it's not Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's And he's not. He's not going to be – even though people wanted him as Hal Jordan, but – he had his first one. It didn't go good. Stay well, Deadpool, man. Or stay Deadpool. Be, stay Deadpool. Be Wade Wilson. Stay stay as Deadpool. Uh, Sylvester Stallone on Instagram multiple times yeah, is teasing that Creed 2, Creed, fantastic movie, uh, may go back to Russia and connect with Rocky IV. As you know, in Rocky IV, Ivan Drago kills his father, uh, Apollo Creed. Well, so. kills his friend. No kills, no, kills Adonis' father. Oh, yeah, okay. that, yeah, that is true. So that's why they might go back for maybe a, for Adonis. To his, maybe, for his what son? if Drago has a son? No, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, he has a son because 
That would be too perfect, though. That's like too no, no, conspiracy. I, no, could, Ivan Drago I know, has a son, and I know, then he fights a, a I know, Creed. I know, I know some people hate four, but Rocky Four is like four. it's like my favorite. I don't know what it was. Well, the, all the training montage. I don't. I people heard, hate five. So I remember five listening sucks. to someone, and someone was like, "Yeah, four suck." I forget who it was, but it brought me the wrong way. And I was like, "I don't know why I love four. Yeah, it was. It was. It got a little nuts, but it it was awesome. But to if you bring back Dolph Lundgren, like as Drago, and, and, and you know, have Stallone, and then have another, you know, Rock, dude, I'm in for that. I'm in for the Suns, you know, clash it out. That would be epic. That's not like a little too perfect. To no, you, I, I think that is is perfect. Like I think Stallone's freaking on point right now. <sighs> just to see him, Dolph Lundgren, they're, they're older. Like just to see they're them, very older. Yeah, much, yeah, we've seen him in older. Expendables, but that's the Expendables. It's not Rocky and, and Drago. So I think that would be really cool to see. Over under, not over under. Yes or no, true or false. There will be the line. I must break you, in Creed Two. No, no. They're not going to have either no. Little Drago no. or Ivan say it no. back to him. Unless he says like, "I didn't break you," or something like that, <laughs> or to, to Rocky or something like, like joking broke, or something like, you broke, "You broke me. me" or something like that. That I'd be okay with. Coming soon to theaters, July Fourteenth. War of the Planet of the Apes. Cannot wait. The Big Sick. Uh, Wish upon Lady Macbeth. Blind. Shallows. I'm sorry, Swallows and Amazons, uh, and Endless Poetry with July 18th coming with uh, Feed and Lake Alice, a uh, horror film. Um, Planet got that. Well, uh, Spider-Man's going to dominate tomorrow's right. weekend, and the following, I think Planet will take number one, but Spider-Man's going to be two, two, easy. This, the big sick, looks a little interesting. K- Zoe Kazan, Kamal, Kumal, Kumal yeah. yeah, Holly Hunter, Ray Romano. Yeah. Um, it looks interesting. It's a comedy. It, it, got, it got great reviews. It's two hours. Are a couple deals with their cultural differences as yep. their relationship grows. I so think it's, 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 it's based whatever. off his relationship with his wife, Kamal oh, Nijam. Yeah. yeah. So that's and pretty he's cool. funny as no, shit. No, no, he is. He is. Especially in Silicon Valley. He steals the Show. I still got to watch that show, but every uh, time I hear him on podcasts and Douglas movies, he's hilarious. So, War of the Planet of the Apes only has a 78 on Metacritic on 21 critic that, reviews. That's not going to bother me. Me neither. But I'll give a shit what is, people say. It is two and a half hours. That's fine. That's that's long. I, I didn't mind a three-hour Batman v Superman. I didn't mind a three-hour King Kong movie. I didn't mind a three-hour Titanic movie. I mean, I'll that's that, that you I'll had to, you it. had to go extra there in that I'll, last one. You had to I'll go full. It. You had to go full Titanic. Right? Exactly. You never go full Titanic. Exactly. I had to. I had no choice. We're actually going to do a quick movie story or music story because again, I don't want to end the show on a downer. Uh, but in the world of music this week, Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory, oh, and, and, and Haley, and Haley yeah. Williams from Paramore, after almost ten years, are officially separating after only a year of uh, marriage. Sad. But no, it's just hey, obviously a breakup sucks. But hey, they, they made it that long to be in two big bands like yeah. that. I'm sure their their schedules had to be tough, but it still sucks. Listen, there's no drama here. We're not going to speculate. We're not going to do anything like that. They released a joint statement on Instagram, so it's out there. Um, it's since been deleted, actually. But we just want the best of luck to both. Yeah, these. they're both talented, two fantastic bands, two talented artists, and we just wish you both the best. Of and luck. I, That's real all. quick, I don't know if any listeners out there listen to to Stone Sour. I know their album just dropped, Hydrograde. I didn't get a chance to listen yet, but I know it dropped. I'll give it a listen. And as we turn on the television for our last segments of the night, Game of Thrones last season, not this one coming up in a couple weeks, but their last season, uh, season eight next year, their episodes could be a, a reportedly all of a feature length. Music. Acor- to my ears. According to their sound designer, Patricia Fairfield. That, tell me how it's the... So wait, why would you do eight hour and a half episodes seven, as opposed to just a ten? Seven. Whatever. No, no it, might even be ten, it might be six. Whatever. As opposed to just ten normal they, Maybe they, they wanted to hit you with it all in one story. That's, I, long, that's I, a long sitting. I don't, I don't give a baker's fuck. I am going to watch every minute of it. 
every goddamn minute. Every credit in case there's a goddamn end credit scene. That's that's a lot. I, I don't care. I am greedy. There's only going to be six episodes of the final season. I'll take what I can get. That's that's a lot, man. I don't know. But then you don't watch it. Then you you just watch your first hour oh, no, and, and stop it. I'm going to watch it. No, I just it might have to be in two different <laughs> sittings because I don't think my I I don't think that I have the capacity mentally. I will to be do it. glued to that TV. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I am excited for it to come out. It is coming out at the end of this month. Uh, it's finally freaking yep. here. It's Dude, been so damn. I can long. taste it. It's it's just been so damn long. Yep, it has. Are you? I'm ready, mind, body, and soul. Uh, we have some premiere dates for so outside of uh, Game of Thrones coming out uh, this month here in July. Um, we have the well, ah, oh, damn it, it's so far. What? I had this whole thing ready to go for just July for all the shows, shows that are coming out in July. I know one coming out is Ballers season yeah, three. I, I'm finding it. It it's it went back show. to it went back to May. Here it is. Uh, Star Wars Forces of Destiny is coming out on YouTube. Came out on YouTube uh, last night, as a matter of fact, and I have it on my DVR. Snowfall premiered. Oh wow! On FX, the show about uh, the origins of crack cocaine and like a Breaking Bad type of show. Uh, it's not Breaking Bad. Sorry. I'm, but it's gonna try. Okay. Try. Um, Snowfall is a one-hour drama set. Uh, against the infancy of the crack cocaine epidemic, following numerous characters on a violent collision course, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hyped. I watched too much. I'm hyped. I'm ready I for it. I, it's, I it's, hope it's good. I hope it is like Breaking Bad though, because I need that. I, kind I of don't show. see. I don't need another one. I have Breaking Bad. That's it. I besides Better Call Saul, I want a slow burning type of show. That's what I'm kind of in the mood for. As we watch Pluck uh, being speedrun right now. As a matter of fact, I think after Pluck is Mega Man Four, so I'm, I'm hyped on that. Well, at least it's a game I know I want to watch. I forget what it is. Uh, coming out in two, actually coming out tomorrow. Friday, um, besides Degrassi season four, next class on uh, Netflix. Uh, also on Netflix, the Castlevania anime. Oh shit! That's it's already tomorrow? it's freaking tomorrow, oh, dude. Shit. How crazy is that? I'm already gonna have it watched by the time we record yeah, I next week. God, yeah, I, that, that, that'll be my goal too for both of us. It's, it's a show or movie again? That's a show. It's a TV show. Okay. Yeah, these are all TV shows. Uh, Candy Crush with Mario Lopez <laughs> coming out to CBS on seven nine. Yes, yes, I am. Suits coming back for season seven on USA on seven twelve. Salvation is uh, coming on seven twelve to CBS. Friends from College to Netflix on seven fourteen, um, starring Nick Stoller. Uh, eight episode series features uh, Keegan Michael Key, Kobe Smolders, Anna Parsi, Nate Faxon, Fred Savage, and Jay Sue Park, and tells the story of a group of friends who went to Harvard together and now are and are now facing down their forties and experience a range of success or lack thereof. Game of Thrones comes back seven sixteen, so ten days from now. Booyah! The Strain comes back the same night. I heard good things about FX. that show. Uh, loaded. Uh, comes on uh, seven seventeen on AMC. Shooter comes back seven eighteen. Based on the movie with Mark Wahlberg. And Ballers comes back seven twenty three. Midnight Texas comes to NBC seven twenty four. The Last Tycoon comes to Amazon seven twenty eight. Room one hundred four comes to HBO the same night. Rick and Morty comes back seven thirty, and that is it for for July. But you got Castlevania, Game of Thrones, Game, that's it. Game of Thrones alone. That's I don't care. That's there's, it. There's a ton of good stuff. But I'm no, excited for things. and I'm excited for Snowfall. I'm going to give that a shot when we're done here on the podcast. Um, let's see. Uh, apologies in advance to Mar Mayor Shala Ali, but Mister yeah. Ali Mark has Shala, been. Yeah. yeah, he's been uh, cast as the star of True Detective season three. Yeah, he was Cottonmouth in in the Luke Cage series. He yep, was in that movie Moonlight, and in, and also in House of Cards. And he was, and he's in the Madden eighteen story mode. 
I think he's the dad. He, and he was solid in Luke Cage. I, what happened was kind of going to say what happened, but something happened where he should have probably been on it a little bit longer. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Sam. Come on. If you didn't, if you didn't see Luke Cage yet, I'm sorry, guys. I did you. What the hell, dude? But so True Detective Season 3. Brian Cranston was in Godzilla. He will not be in the sequel. Let's just say that. Scheduling, we'll just, scheduling conflicts. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. So he, he, he not. He, I think he's a really good actor. Now, now we just need Woody and Matthew McConaughey back for Season 3, and Matthew's we're good to go. That. We, we I, talked I'm, about I'm that ready. before. Matthew's I'm, got the beard going for Rusty. I'm hoping, man. Rust Cole, man. Because I'm excited. We'll keep waiting. Attack on Titan Season 3 teases a Spring 18 release. That's really short. That means they better release Season 2 on Blu-ray soon so I can watch it. I'm telling you my theory's right where they just did Season 2, they cut might. it in they, half, I'm sure, Season 2 I'm, I'm sure they did. Three, make, don't make more to money. Increase the hype, Suckers like me will buy it. And that's, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to that. Uh, Assassin's Creed. The producer of Castlevania, Adi Shankar, uh, says he's so pumped on the Castlevania anime that he's now turning Assassin's Creed into an anime. I mean, that's cool, I guess. I mean... I think I'd rather watch it as a show than play it. As no, a no, no. Honestly, that that was going to be my my exact answer. I would probably you have a better shot of me watching the animation than playing the game because the games go crazy and I don't they're, feel they're like doing that. They're too far, that. and I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm not that big on it. So me neither. But, but to watch it, maybe I love the origin and the story and the lore behind it. So I'm hyped on that. I don't think you'll catch me uh, watching. Um, or I'm sorry, playing the game, but I'm definitely interested in the anime. Uh, this is a story um, that Netflix. This is a story more for me and you and not the audience. Hopefully the audience. Um, Netflix has has taken down the first five seasons of Futurama, but kept up season yeah, six. But, but why end. is it? It doesn't make sense. Like I know sort of like isn't fans because fans were wrote in, like wrote like email like, why would you take like they made isn't the that memes the originals of, though? That's the original before it got cancelled was the first five. Well, I, probably even a little bit after that too. Because I think it was only the first three. You no, know, I think I think they went three seasons or four volumes they might have went. I think I it was five, how they did it. But my guess is I uh, didn't do a lot of diving is because the first five were Fox and then after that it was Comedy Central that picked maybe, it up and revived it. Maybe they it. wanted maybe so too maybe much they, money. Maybe they either that or their I license mean, ran it, up. It don't that. matter to me because I own them all. Me too. But it still sucks because Futurama is one of the best shows. Uh, but I would much rather just have it as a digital content that I can flip to instead of getting up. No, it, ma- it makes da-da-da. sense. I, I prefer Netflix. But it's, it still Futurama. sucks. Like, come on, Netflix. Get together. You guys got a lot of money. Figure it out. And just because we own them does not mean everybody else Exactly. Does. And, and it, that just and shows me that people still care. And Futurama is such a smart and funny show that everyone should watch it because it is it's underrated, in my opinion. Mayans FC, which is the spinoff to uh, Sons of Anarchy, the mm. pilot. Oh yeah, that, that yeah, right. the pilot is going to be needed to be reshot, fully recast, and it lost its director of Kurt Sutter, and is now uh, Nor- uh, Norberto Barba is the new director. It's got yeah. stripped. We're talking the yeah. Batman strip. I, I, w- I would honestly just close the book. Yeah, we're ready. The, I, the I Sons totally of Anarchy. I, I never watched the show, even though I watched the last episode, so I literally know how it all ends. And I watched the first three, so I know how it yeah. all begins. Close, close the book. It, you, if you already had it, you have to recast it, reshoot. You already dropped millions of dollars on it. Let it go. Let this one go. Nightshade and Bushmaster, which is the funniest name I've yeah. ever heard <laughs> in my entire yeah. life, have been cast for Luke uh, Luke Cage season two. I mean, they're they're, they're cool uh, Marvel villains. I, I'm not familiar with more um, Bushmaster. Bush, Bushmaster, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I tried not to laugh. I, mean, I wanted to be an adult. I'm 29. I mean, hey, but you want to bring in more Marvel characters? Great, because, you know, we need it. <laughs> we could have some better names than that, but that's okay. No, Pube Doctor is going to be great in season three. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I can't wait for it. <laughs> Freaking Bushmaster. It, well, it, it's funny because... I wonder what his powers D- are. DC has a villain. It's called, like, the F- 
floronic man and he's just like a weed plant like that's their one of dc's villains so it's like dc's got a couple that are goofy there's they have another guy where it's like a, a ketchup and mustard dispenser guy it's it, it's they mentioned in lego batman it's actually hilarious but marvel's got a few goofy ones too so the guys from south park had orgasmo they made a superhero <laughs> movie called orgasmo that's uh, awesome i think that's a good top three for us top three funniest superhero names that we can make up stuff that we're shit we're fine like yeah, there's, we're fine. Yeah, there's, there's probably, some that are out there there's probably some really good ones out there that is going to do it for the stories for us um for episode 50 we really appreciate it guys and again to go back to it just a huge thank you for all the love all the support all the feedback both positive and negative we need that because we use it, it to it make keep, the show it better. keeps us going like sometimes you know we're tired or we're not feeling too great and then something like so i know sometimes we send each other a text message of yo our buddy said this this it's just a little something that, that kind of like peps you up and Makes us appreciate even more what we do, and you know, bring you guys hopefully to bring you a good show every week. And it's and we might not be the most popular podcast out there, but when I open my computer every morning and I look at the number of downloads that each episode gets, and I think to myself, how 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 is it possible that, that many people that we probably don't know yeah. the statistics show people in different yeah. countries listen to us uh, in different states. Uh, how did they find us? Yeah, I wonder that all the time. If you do, write on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. How you you know how you you freaking you found us? What you like about the show? What 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 you don't like about anything? Any feedback from you guys is it's it's awesome to hear. I remember we had the fan from Alaska in our first yeah. five episodes. He hasn't reached out to us in forty five weeks, but that's okay. DZ Stokes, I remember your name, sir. It's uh, cold over there. We give him a break. He's in Alaska. Yeah, but that's that's cool, man. That that we have folks from different regions just reaching out to show their support, both good and bad. We need yeah. the constructive exactly. criticism. Exactly. As long as you keep it constructive and you don't just shit down our throats for no reason, we're totally cool with the constructive criticism we'll take into account and we'll make the show better because you're the audience we don't do this for us we know the stories we read the stories now we got to yeah. talk about them for you just in case you missed it because that's the stuff we want to do for you and plus we like to bring a little comedy a little opening a little trivia make top threes make it fun make it interesting for you guys but we could not do the show without you and i'm telling you now my hands are together i'm praying and i'm saying namaste thank you yeah, everybody seriously thank you guys we i couldn't really have said any better it. myself uh we will be back in a week and a half or so so our normal schedule will be back next week for episode 51 we're looking really forward to it but again these past 50 weeks sam thank you for them they've been fantastic hey, thank you brother appreciate best co-host this. in the business no, yes you are the best no that was you no no you I are. have a, you got me a title that was your title <laughs> god damn it take it the best damn voice in the business sam matoro everybody but thank you for episode 50 we'll see you next week for episode 51 do we get an award for 50 i want one <laughs>